Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Rawmakers podcast. The one-stop shop for everything courage, confidence and mindset building. Also bringing you all the aspects of mental health awareness, business and entrepreneurship. We are your hosts, Adam Ellis and Jason Borman of the Rawmakers Coaching. So welcome back to another episode. Um, tonight we're going to do a little continuation of our stories and talk about a few of our experiences in and around coaching and becoming coaches and just how NLP and learning things like NLP has really shifted our mindset. Um, and now we're using that every day within our business, within our um, practices, within our daily lives. And yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that. So um, my first question is for you, Adam. So what what kind of got you into your into choosing coaching? Just explain a bit about that on your on the story of Adam and how coaching came about for you. Um, well, I've I've always worked in let's say like high. I'd say fast-paced jobs. So I've I've, I've worked in kitchens. I've worked on a a children's activity centre, which was a good five, six-year stint, which is where I first met you anyway. Uh, First, I was a a kitchen assistant, just washing pots, serving the meals, and then got the promotion to assistant chef, which is where I moved down south. Um, I've worked in hotels as a commie chef for about a month or two because I was casual, but I really didn't like the head chef. He was a proper beeping beep. That's just arsehole, basically. Um, I'll try to keep it PG, but that didn't happen. Um... <laughs> I mean, it was a nicer than I could have called him, you know, the uh, FC. I'll just leave it at that. Um, so I've always worked in kitchens, fast-paced jobs, high stress tolerance, stuff like that. But I was never fulfilled enough. Yeah, it's all right giving someone food if they enjoy it. But obviously working in kitchens, you don't see them enjoy it. It's only the waiters and stuff like that who get to see them. But I weren't fulfilled enough. So I thought, right, I want to help people and be fulfilled at the same time. So my first choice was being a paramedic. But I had no GCSEs or qualifications to get into uni, which means I would have had to do a lot of higher education stuff, which would have cost thousands and thousands of pounds just to hopefully pass that to get into uni. And then I had to try and do all that. And I was like, sod all that. 
And I thought, what other way could I help people but also have that fulfilment? And then I think it was about 2019. I thought, I wonder what Jason's up to these days. So I checked out your profile and that. You was like, TCM and all that. I was like, okay. So then I thought, I, let, I left it a year, went back in working in kitchens, you know. And then 20, 2020 or 2021? I think it was this year I started TCM. Yeah. So obviously, two years gone by. I thought, oh, you know what? I might see what Jason's up to again. Checks out your profile. You've, you've done the accreditation, done the NLP. Obviously, we, we was talking anyway over Facebook and we had a few calls. Um, he was doing a few techniques and stuff like that. And I thought, what am I doing coaching? So, you know, you, you watch stuff on YouTube. and about, the, the first thing I watched on YouTube wasn't TCM. Uh, I just typed life coaching in, and I was just listening to Randy. There was a the woman on it. There was actually a, I can't remember her name, but there was a woman who was doing NLP to someone. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. And then I watched another one who was just, it's like a, a live coaching session where she was on stage with another a client in front of an audience. And I thought, oh, that's even more interesting. And then another video popped up with uh, Tony Robbins. And I watched him and he, uh, I mean, I fucking love Tony Robbins. Yeah. He, uh, The video I watched was him doing a five-minute coaching session to a guy to save his marriage. And this guy was in fucking tears by the end of it. But Tony, in five minutes, so he was... He was he was talking about all his stuff like he does, but in five minutes, and this was, it wasn't planned. It was just a, he asked someone if they got any problems and they said, yeah. He coached him and thought, oh, now that is interesting. He's asking all these questions. He's making a grown man cry, but helping him at the same time. And I thought, I might watch one more video. And the next video I watched was the famous hypnotist Paul McKenna. I didn't even know he was a coach at first. I just knew he was a hypnotist. And then obviously reading more, he is a coach and that. Uh, obviously, he does hypnotist. I've seen them before anyway. And then a little advert came on with Liam, Lewis, and I don't know her name. She was a, a blonde girl. They were sat on a white couch. I think there was in Bali. I can't remember the female's name. It might have been Diana's girlfriend. Yeah, it might be actually. But So the hot blonde one in the middle, you know. Then <laughs> you had... It wasn't Liam, it was Lewis. You had Lewis and Johnny. Yeah. And then the sexy female in the middle. They were talking about coaching and that and... I either became six-figure coaches and all that, and I thought, now that is interesting. And then I thought, TCM? 
Isn't that what Jason did? And then February this year, I officially signed up to TCM. May this year, I signed up to the accreditation. I qualified as a accredited international coach. May, June, July. We'll call it September. <laughs> End of August, September. And then I had a call with Emily. She called Emily. I think she was called Emily. Uh, one of TCM coaches. Um, she was talking about what your next step. So I said, well, I want more confidence in coaching. I want more confidence in me and speaking. And the two options I really have was NLP or Ultimate Launch. No, not Ultimate Launch, Course Creator. And she was like, well, the best option for you at the minute is NLP. So I thought, right, I'll take it. Paid the first payment there and then over the phone. And she went, right, you, you can start the NLP. I was like, yes. And now I'm on the NLP journey. And I'm on week nine. So week nine of the practitioner, NLP, with the coaching masters. So I want to touch a few of those like story points you just mentioned. So like you just one day you felt like you'd get in contact with me and like you've seen all these things I was doing and um, all these courses that I completed and um, Coming a coach, we'd had a few calls, didn't we? And we were discussing, and I was like, I was, yeah, so pleased that you decided to come on the, the journey as well. And um, yeah, it's just kind of look at your life differently, and like realize there was so much more that you could have been doing with it. And, um, and now you get to help people and have that fulfilled feeling, and that, that must be pretty incredible, right? But also, I didn't mean to interrupt, but before we had our calls and that, uh, you, you sent me a link to your website and said, can you download me ebook? So I downloaded the ebook and that. But as I was scrolling through your website, I saw the uh, testimony, teeth back in, the testimonials. I was, I was looking at all the testimonials of the, the women you've helped when you was the... Was it parent coach? Yeah, so it's kind of, I was a coach for mums. Um, I would coach them on stress and um, and overwhelm. Uh, and I wanted to bring harmony back to people's homes. And I still kind of have an element of that in my coaching because I do feel it's an area that I'm knowledgeable about. I have written a book, um, as Adam said there, so, um, and that's still available for people to go and download. Um, although my coaching now has taken a different direction, I'm like, now I'm helping people um, more with courage and confidence and stepping out of their comfort zone and gearing them up to go after their purpose. Because I found by coaching lots of people, um, having loads of testimonials done that most people were saying that they got from my coaching was a sense of love sense of safety, um, an air of confidence, you know, 
Um, they came away feeling more clear about where they were going to be focusing their energy from now on, uh, more clear about where it is they were going, and a lot more confident to kind of go after it and take that first step. Maybe they were suffering some limiting beliefs and things that were holding them back and actually taking the first step towards, you know, the action needed. You know, whether it's just getting on a call with me, that must have been a scary thing with but they did that first step and it led to some clarity and led to some more confidence and yeah so naturally this niche kind of formed and I'll help people with who just starting out in their businesses mainly like so new entrepreneurs kind of to step out into this world and you know find their find their purpose yeah. Make sure it aligns with them and stuff like that, and growing confidence. And that's kind of where I want to take my coaching now. And now you kind of joined forces with me, and yeah, we're now on this journey together. You've kind of been in my group as well, and helping a lot with that. And yeah, we just decided to go for it. And and come together and and merge our merge our ideas, merge our experiences. So obviously, you like you come from a lot of high stress environments, like you said. Um, that kind of you know adds to what I did before, and kind of maybe one day we'll go down that route again because we've got that joint experience. But for now, like courage and confidence. In a good way. Um, who knows? Um, so, you got a question for me, or what have you? So, the, pretty much the first question you asked me was how NLP changed your life and how you use it. So, I'm going to fire that question at you as well. Yeah, so NLP for me. This affected my whole way of thinking. I, I remember life before, slightly, like the whole thing of life before, how I used to think is almost gone from my memory now. I only see how I think now with an NLP. Like, it's literally kind of, it feels like a re, re, rewiring's gone off. Do you know what I mean? I don't actually remember what life was like before learning NLP learning the presuppositions, the kind of rules by which practitioners kind of go about their their work. So not presupposing any, anything, or there's certain things that we do presuppose, but it's only to give us more insight. It's almost like being told how the brain works, how to get around all the little pitfalls of the brain and almost like you're given the manual of how to kind of navigate your brain and, and how things work, really work. And yeah. So things like everyone sees 
the world differently. Like that was a big shift for me because as as people we all expect everyone to see things from our perspective and we think how we see the world is how everyone must see the world. In actual fact, no wonder there's a lot of arguments that go on in the world and conflicts and all of that because we don't actually see eye to eye on anything. You know? All seeing different things, all experiencing different things, all processing things differently. There's a different picture going on in each of our minds, you know, it's totally unique to every one of us. But it's kind of like, how can we possibly agree on anything? And when you learn that, it's kind of like, yeah, I can understand why you're having that argument with your partner or, you know, your kids aren't listening to you or, you know, it's kind of, I can understand because when you come in with that understanding when you're coaching someone, it makes coaching way more powerful because you see it through the real eyes and you kind of have an insight that like people who haven't studied NLP or anything like that um, wouldn't have. Well, it's like that saying, isn't it? What came first, the chicken or the egg? Some people say the egg came first, some people say the chicken. That's how we see the world is... I mean, in retrospect, they're both right because obviously when dinosaurs got extinct, the birds came from dinosaurs, so pteroraptors who fly ascended to birds who laid eggs. So therefore the egg came first, but then there's already birds out anyway, so the, the birds came first. And chickens are a bird who've descended over time. Just like us humans, we used to be apes who've evolved. Or did the eggs get smaller, you know? And then one day a chicken popped out instead of a dinosaur. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like you've got the apes who went into cavemen, cavemen evolved into humans, and then obviously over time humans have evolved to us. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's kind of like once you learn NLP, like your whole world shifts, your whole perspective shifts. And that's kind of like been the biggest kind of influence on my life. Obviously, like individual techniques, like I've helped people like Tony Robbins, but I've saved a few marriages myself with coaching. Um, I've helped people with trauma. Um, I've helped people deal with abuse and like horrific things gone on in their lives and will help people, you know, get to where they want to get to and just little things like that, you know. So so staying on there, you said you've helped people with trauma and that what what's your I mean you've probably had, you've probably got plenty of techniques that you love to use from NLP. But what's your favourite technique you like to use on your clients? The one favourite one you loved, I mean, you probably love all of them, but if I, if, if you can narrow it down to, I wouldn't say your favourite, because obviously they're all favourites, but what's what's the most, I'll put it this way, what's the most technique you've used on a client or clients? Um, I think the most technique I've used 
this stuff. So when I done like things like the doors technique, which is kind of fitting on different hats for different situations, and like you go through different doors, and they all kind of lead you to a different way of thinking. So behind one door, it might be you explore. Um, say a situation happened in your day where you thought, oh, I wish I could handle that differently. Well, this is, this technique is for that. It's kind of, you can go into these different doors and in each door there's a different way of thinking, different mindset. So they're called Alpha, Beta, Omega and Delta. Um, and each one means a certain thing. So like the Alpha is when you show up aggressive and like an alpha, basically, the leader, you know, up front, you know, on edge, ready, alert, um, adopting all those things. But when you handle a situation, you're like a bull in a china shop, which can be good in certain situations. None of these things are bad. It's just what situations are they best for? So that's what the technique discovers. So you can go in and try all these different hats on, you know, giving you these different personality or different ways of being in that moment with that frame of mind. And then you can see which works better. You know, you can play this scene out. If I was calm in this moment, if I was the submissive one, that's another door. If I was the beta is submissive. So if I went in and I was a bit more submissive, um, I let someone else talk before me and you know, I was kind of in the background and you know, a bit more timid and a bit more kind of you know yielding to someone else. Um, I know there's people probably listening to this like fuck that I would never be like you know yield to someone else or you know in some situations like if you're at a job for instance and you know your boss is you know you can't really turn around and say because you get you know you get fired or whatever but um so in that situation being submissive is the best way you can be because like they're your boss they're paid to be your boss you have to do what they say you know it's kind of So certain situations are best for certain uh, mindsets and certain ways of thinking. So it's just kind of airing these things off. So you've got a catalogue in your mind of, oh, I'm in this situation. And I've gone to that submissive room and it's, yeah, it felt good in this situation. I'm going to be using that from now on when I'm at work. But there are days where you might need to be more assertive. So the alpha hat might be better off. If you get a walkover too much, if people are taking too much of an advantage of you, or, you know, too much from you, then, yeah, it's kind of, you might want to kind of put that alpha hat back on and kind of get back a bit of ground, if you know what I mean. And, yeah, so things like that. 
Um, but that's probably one of my favorite techniques. Uh, I also like perceptual positions, um, which is conflict, uh, dealing with external conflict. So if you have an argument with someone, you get to play all the roles. So I've, I've, that's where I've saved marriages because I've made someone see how they're being. And how that adding or contributing to the conflict. You know? So I diffuse it through the client or through someone else. She may have a problem with her husband, her boss, her friend or whoever it is. But she can step into the role of her friend, boss, partner, whoever the conflict is with, without that other person ever having to be in the room. A bit like you said with when Tony did that with that man and cured his marriage, saved his marriage, by getting him to see how he would be. There's that outward blame, isn't there, when we kind of have conflict. Like what well, they said, she said, um, she was doing this, and that's why I'm like, annoyed or whatever. And it's kind of like when you actually look at how you're being, you, you can kind of see that, yeah, you're the only thing that you can change. So, yeah. Um, so how much do you feel like you've grown in confidence since taking on that, making that decision uh, to become a coach back in um, February? February, yeah. Yeah, so how, when, how much has your confidence grown, would you say, in that time? I'd say massively. From, from, where, I, from where I was to where I am now, it's, I mean, looking back, I can't really remember situations where I weren't as confident anymore because I've had obviously the NLP's changed the confidence and the coaching but if if I have like a coaching session with another coach and they get you to go back then you can actually see the change of where I was to where I am now and that confidence has just gone whoosh, just it's it's literally just shot up but that that's that's a mixture of obviously the coaching, the NLP coaching, but also doing it, so taking the action, but also talking like we have our little social meets and practice sessions with uh, another coach who we know well, Susan Cox. That's why it's so good to be part of a community of coaches because coaching can be quite lonely when you're doing it yourself. And all you're seeing is your clients and it's kind of really nice to kind of have the other element to it where we can chat with other coaches. Everyone's really supportive of one another. And like, it's a great community they built um, where we did our courses. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, I've loved the journey so much. I'm so glad that you've kind of followed me on this journey and you're about to go through some of the courses that I've been through. Now you've started another exciting journey, like personal journey, um, with EI now. So 
So just to wrap our little podcast up for today, what bit of advice have you got for our viewers and listeners just to take away a little, we'll call it a little value bomb. What bit of advice would you give our viewers and listeners? One of the biggest quotes that's kind of shook me is by Tony Robbins, actually. Um, He always says that everything's happening for us, not to us. When I heard that quote, my whole life changed. And I'm not just saying that, like, that is literally, I was like, wow, like, I was so much in the, in the blame, in the, you know, why me, like, you know, the times when I've been in that kind of victim, victim mode. This kind of like, no, everything's happening for me. So every trial, every tribulation is making me stronger. And, um, yeah, so it's all adding to me and who I'm going to become. Yeah, that's kind of my biggest advice. So what about yourself? Yeah, there's always a motto I live by. That's dream it, believe it, achieve it. Well, if you, if you dream about it and then you believe that dream, you go out there and achieve it. You could, There's also another one, which is impossible. It's two letters too long. Anything is possible 